Hey you, welcome to the Even in Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you and welcome to the podcast. So today I just want to have a real talk with you about a question I get all the time, right? Like people see me and they see the weight that I've lost or they read the testimonials that I share on social media of all of the women in the Seekers Method whose lives have been changed when they started seeking first the kingdom of God, right? And started pursuing righteousness and applying all of God's word to their lives. Like what changed? What happened? Like what's in the Seekers Method, Sherry? Like I get all these questions, right? But today I want to talk about what changed me because what changed me is available and can change you too. Like, you don't need to join the Seekers Method to have this transformation, but the Seekers Method is there if you need to know how to plug in this transformation into your life. Like, you don't have to make that investment. I've made it affordable. You can go and just get the workbook and start doing the workbook on Amazon, right? The Seekers Method for Weight Loss, available on Amazon. It's a workbook. You can journal in it. You can do all the things. But today, we're going to talk about what changed me. And I have one word to give you, three little letters. You ready for it? If you're driving, you're going to remember this. You don't even have to write it down. What changed me was sin. Knowing the definition of sin, like taking it seriously and waking up to the fact that it applied to me even in weight loss. Like that's, that's, how, that's how the seeker's method came to be. Like that's how even in weight loss came to be, right? I was reading the Bible and I was like, this applies to me even in weight loss. This applies to me even in weight loss. But so the answer is sin. Sin is what changed me. And as soon as I read James 4, 17, I encourage you, go look it up. As soon as I read that, I was awakened. Like something illuminated in my mind and in my heart simultaneously that changed me. No longer like just, this just was profound. I mean, it, it wasn't like an instant moment. It was like a, a process that God took me through this awakening. No longer could I see like right and wrong choices on my weight loss journey, like my laziness, my justification, um, my cheating, you know, eating off the kids' plates, all of those things. No longer could I see these right and wrong choices and willfully choose wrongly, Right. James 4, 17, in essence, says, when you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is sin to you. And when I read that, I believed it. And so how could I, how could I keep cheating with such a clear belief, with such a clear definition of sin in my heart? Right? Like, I, that was my awakening, really. So If I had a meal plan, you know, there I was, I was on my weight loss journey. And if I had a meal plan that I was, you know, following, maybe at the time it was ketogenic and I was pursuing God and I was seeking a relationship with him first and foremost, I was seeking God for strength to overcome temptation, you know, applying his scripture of temptation to my life and believing it and doing it. But then sometimes I just did wrong things and binged and indulged anyhow despite knowing what I should do. If I was doing that, like I began to see the sin in it. And even more, like I started to see that when I was doing wrong, though, no, you know, despite knowing that it was wrong, 
I started seeing the consequences. Like I started to make the connection. Oh, girl, I'm weak around this food because I keep applying my flesh. I keep ignoring God. I keep not trusting God. I keep not seeking God, right? So any sin is wrong. And we know this, but sin, when we carry out sin deliberately with the intentions of our selfish hearts, and you know this, it's bad because it begins to shape and define our sin tolerance. We don't even realize that we're living and perpetuating our sin nature because we have a tolerance for sin in our lives. So if you're here and you're doing this, I want you to wake up to the trap that you're in. Intentional sin is taking from you. Intentional sin is taking from you. But when you sin unknowingly, and that happens, that's a completely different thing. But it's the intentional stuff. Like, you know, the ways that we justify our sin or we, you know, that we'll, <coughs> excuse me, we might go out to a dinner and justify it right in front of our friends because we want to fit in or we just want to eat the wrong thing. When we intentionally do things and we say things like, you know, I know I shouldn't eat this, but I'm just kind of a rebel or, you know, God will forgive me. I'll ask for forgiveness later. You know, God's grace is available to me. We say all of these things. These are the sneaky ways that our old sin nature ensnares us into reason and justification. And we become blind to it. And we start to live a life with our sin tolerance, right? So when I come back from this really quick commercial break, we're going to talk about the consequences and how to stop this cycle. Hey, you. If you are interested in joining the Seekers Method for Weight Loss, you need to act now, right? Like right now you need to do it. You can go in and you can get in um, by going to the, my website, sherrycapilla.com forward slash seeker. You can go there and you can get the premium access. You can even hire me on a VIP le- uh, basis. There's even an offer that I have where I will tailor a weight loss program for you. You just have to go snoop around on my website. Alternatively, you can go to my website and in my store, I have all sorts of master classes. You could maybe pick up the workbook, The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss off of Amazon, and then supplement it with the master classes that you can find now on my website, sherrycapilla.com forward slash slash shop. Go there, take a look at all of the masterclasses. This will free you if you are stuck with idolatry or rebellion or, you know, pride or any of those things. So go check it out on my website or take things seriously. Commit to transformation. Make an investment in your life to lose weight from the inside out by prioritizing a relationship with God. A lot of women join the Seekers Method to lose weight, but then they stay because they find their life. Now, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Hey, welcome back. All right, so our sin nature ensnares us into reasoning and justification, and we're blind to it, right? That's what we were talking about before the break. But the consequences here are more severe than we might even realize it. You're likely seeing the consequences in your life if this is resonating with you, right? Like, are you making the connection now between your sin nature and the things that you keep doing knowingly and the results that you're getting, the way that you're seeing the consequences show up in how you're, you know, 
perpetually cheating with some degree of frequency, maybe perpetually ignoring God with some degree of frequency, and you're seeing that the scale's going in the wrong direction, right? So are you currently weak and are you easily led into temptation? Because God cannot be near sin. Like, I I feel like the church isn't doing a good job, number one, of teaching us what sin is, but even telling us that we serve a holy God and he cannot be near sin. So what are you doing to keep your life from God's presence, right? That should awaken you. We sin in many ways in weight loss without even realizing it because of our pride, like our self-righteousness, right? Our idolatry, the lust of our flesh, the lust of our eyes. And we don't even realize it. We run to these false gods because they give us what we want instead of running to God because he will give us what I need, what we need. And a lot of times what we need is not what we want. So we won't even run to him. So identify the sins in your life. Apply James 4, 17 to your life. And you know what else? Then you need to repent. If you want to change, you will only find lasting change if you repent. Then you can turn from it and then you could change. That's exactly what I had to do. And you also have to be strong in your prayer life. Because God's word tells us that we can pray for anything if we don't have any doubt in our heart. You cannot doubt God. I mean, think about it. Doubt is unbelief. Right? And God's word also tells us, girl, I wish I had this scripture prepared in my heart. I can't, I can't place it. But he also tells us that we also can't have unforgiveness. So you need to identify who you need to, who you need to forgive. You need to repent. You need to do these serious things. These are not just for the people who are doing black, horrible sins in our sin is sin, right? Identify your sins, identify who you need to forgive, forgive them, ask God to help you with your unforgiveness, have no doubt in your heart, repent of your sins. This is the only way that you are going to find yourself to be positioned, to be made stronger, to pull God near. Then you can turn from the wrong things and change. So pray in all of these ways and turn to God for help. Don't, don't ignore God's warnings about sin. Like everything in his word is alive and it applies to you right now, even in weight loss. You must abandon the things that you have already been prompted in your spirit to abandon. And you need to abandon these things before they become a way of life and they steal you from victory. They steal you from God's grace. They steal you from being enabled to do what God wants to enable you to do in this life. They're not going to take your salvation, but they are going to take you from the blessings that God has in store for you. But you have to acknowledge that you have a part and he has a part. So if it's a way of life right now, the way that you've been sinning, you need to turn and repent. Submit to God. You want to know why? Because he's the way. He's the truth. And he's the life. Even in weight loss.